Dave. It is Duncan back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from Chicago Heavyweights, Harm's Way. The band's new album, Common Suffering, will be released on September 29th via Metal Blade Records. Since 2006, Harm's Way have evolved from whispered underground favourites to favourite sons with an arsenal of songs that helped shape heavy music's trajectory, creating a roadmap for legions of copycats interested in reinventing themselves. <laughs> Fuck it, I love a press statement. It just throws fucking shade. Throw it! Um, cast it out like a line, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> there is only one Harm's Way. One that has never stayed complacent and constantly morphed shape, absorbing and reapplying influences in new and creative ways to create some of the most well-executed songs in heavy music. And yet, considering the challenge, challenging... Changeling. Changeling that they and their previous efforts are... I love, well, a, I love a press statement that challenges Dave's <laughs> reading ability. Just fucking cast it limp. Jesus Christ. Uh... Common Suffering is easily the most musically diverse undertaking in their catalogue and their most impressive. Common Suffering shifts the paradigm for heavy music and is a modern classic in weight. Ooh, bold! Bold. Bold. Um, This is harm's way at their best. The ambitious sound of a band traversing new ideas and succeeding with their strongest and most fully realised effort to date. We are. We really tried not to settle on parts, recalls guitarist Nick. Sometimes a direction that we could have taken in a song felt too obvious. We would just troubleshoot that until we felt creatively satisfied with the direction we were taking. The key to success may be a shift to recording at Studio 4 in Pennsylvania with producer Will Yip, who has worked with Turnstile and Code Orange. Going into the recording, the goal was to improve some of the band's processes, examine vocal cadences and experiment during production to gain the best idea from each track. The first change dealt with refocusing members on their specific wheelhouses. While vocalist oh, James... There's so much, like, so much management speak on this. It's, it's yeah. nuts. I'm loving it. That's how you reorganise a fucking company. Yeah, while vocalist James had previously assisted with riffs, on this effort, his main objective was to ensure the best vocal attack. Leaning to Will Yip for advice and letting the remainder of the band take the wheel with their respective parts. The result is each individual pushing to the far reaches and creating material that has previously never been colonised by any band or hardcore writ large before. The title, Common Suffering, is a clear nod to the collective experiences of the past three years of chaos, misanthropy, paranoia, disorder, confusion and anxiety, with the band exploring themes ranging from personal struggles with mental health, relationships, political upheaval, corruption and political power. There we go. Um, okay, so yeah, Harm's Way. Um, my my introduction, I suppose, to, to Harm's Way was their 2015 album Rust, um, which I kind of just fell in love with, to be honest, when I <laughs> when I first heard it. Um, they do album, have a particular Davy aura about them. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, like if I if I well, if. If a sim could be a aftershave, I imagine rust would be what you'd spray on yourself. So, one hundred percent. That yeah, that album still still gets plays from me. Um, it's a banger of an album. Absolutely loved it. Um, Post Human was a, a strong follow up as well. I liked the progression and the kind of subtle changes that they made. Um, but 
you know, it's it's never like a it's never like a huge dramatic change that you get with this mm. band. Um, it's always like small tweaks to the style or to the arrangements. You know, a little sprinkling of noise rock or a little industrial, you know, thrown into the mix. Um, but it never sounds like they've just been like. Right, let's wipe the slate clean and just let's start again. Um, they, they've oh, always all this shit's off the table here. You will learn to play guitar upside down. <laughs> yeah, they've always they've always kept it very blended with their their core sound, um, and this album is another continuation of of that growth and the the kind of involvement that they've been flexing on the last couple of albums. Um, they, they said obviously they've really been taking their time um, on this one. Uh, to find that kind of right level of satisfaction and and apart before saying like that's it done, um, and I think you can hear that on this album. Um, this this album sounds it sounds leaner. Um, definitely feels more thought out um, as the the press release will, will demonstrate as well, um, and probably more balanced as well in, in terms of style overall. Um, again, like <laughs> Harmsway have cleverly given you. A hardcore album without giving you a straight up hardcore album if that mm. makes sense yeah, um, yeah this is like very very varied across the board um they've got you know the moments where they lean more into that like noise rock territory um on tracks like hollow cry um, which also has this really kind of cold kind of industrial undertone to it as well not um, the only track dave not at all um you've also got undertow featuring christina esfandiari of King Woman, wearing the t-shirt, um, which has this really like doomy, ghost-like atmosphere about it, um, while still yeah. being absolutely crushing at the same time. Um, or you've got tracks like Terrorizer, where they fully embrace that industrial side. Oh, it's a big, nasty industrial bitch. Absolutely. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> of a track, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a big, snarling, mechanical monster coming yeah. to eat your bobby. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> That may or may not be true, um, but um, they've all, and then you've got like the album closer as well with a, a track featuring the most clean vocals that I've ever heard on a on a Harm's Way track as well. But they they've integrated those tracks very cleverly into the album, um, so it, it, they, those tracks kind of create these little shifts in the album, which give you like a, a clear switch up um, that makes you feel like you are you're getting something very varied and also that will hold your attention as well um, and amongst all that you've got harm's way doing what they do best um, and that is just fucking laying waste to everything around about them um, once again like some of the riffs on this are fucking disgusting like in a different way from before though um, I think the I think the production is part of that um, the guitar mm. tones they've gone for are uh, less kind of typical hardcore and have more of a like a more of an industrial kind of quality to them um at times it reminded me a little bit of gojira oh yeah yeah very yeah, you know, like, quite see, clinical, see when yeah. they sink into like a groove like a headband groove it just yeah. rem- it, like, it reminded me of that we call it french production that doesn't sound <laughs> great but it's the closest thing you get to where there's a ton of those french metal and death yeah. metal bands that just have a sim that's just like Oh right, that's that, and in part it's that kind of cold mechanical feel about Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah, I totally agree. It's it's got that very metallic machine like feel to it, um, mm. but it kind of makes those heavy moments feel even bleaker than before, um, because this is this is a dark album, um, which which you know makes sense considering the themes on the album. Um, 
but tonally it feels very kind of gloomy overall um, but as kind of ominous um, as it gets there's still moments on here where the riffs still make you kind of crack a smile um, there are like moments on here where you just feel like your jaws kind of like open uh, the end of Devour for me was just like <sighs> so heavy like it's utterly pummeling the end of that all track all it's missing is for like like the like the guitar just to start ringing out and the singer just to like just like point at the drummer just to hit a fucking china a couple yeah. of times and come in so it is so fucking nasty yeah yeah um, then you've got tracks like Heaven's Call which is one of the one of the longer tracks um, on the album and it goes from this kind of more kind of ambient kind of spacey intro into one of the most charged tracks on the album um, the 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 um, it's, it's very it's very dissonant. Um, it's it's rhythmically huge, um, and James's vocal tone is completely savage on the track. Um, he doesn't disappoint on the album at all. Um, I think his tone is is very very percussive, uh, very violent. Um, he goes you know completely scorched earth for the majority of this, um, and I think I really liked his um, his kind of rhythmical choices. Um, they are spot on. I love that. I love how he accents a lot of the riffs and the, the drums to give it even more impact. Um, that track, Heaven's Call, is um, paired up really well with uh, Cyanide, which is, again, very kind of rhythmically driven. Um, loads of guitar and, and bass, kind of bass drum kind of syncups um, that sound really cool on the track. Um, those two tracks are, are pretty um, intense as a, as a duo, um, which they then kind of slow down into that industrial track, um, Terrorizer. Which so is fucking just, heavy. It's yeah. so it's it's needlessly heavy. As, yeah, it's bleak as anything. But um that then bleeds into uh, Sadist Guilt, which is a bit quicker in places, giving you a bit more intensity. Um it wasn't my favourite track on the album. Um I felt like maybe riffs and arrangement wise it was a little bit too simplistic. Um I liked the end, the end riff that came in, but the rest of the track was maybe a little bit underwhelming. Um, the closing track, Wanderer, um, was a, a really epic way to finish the album. It's the, the longest track. And it does hear the band experiment a little bit more with the kind of clean vocals, huge atmosphere, um, which works really well. Um, it's got a killer closing riff as well, which is slow and really kind of sludgy, um, which I, I enjoyed immensely as well. Um, the, the production of this plays, a, for me, plays quite a big part in the in the album. I think the, the production from Will Yip is, is fucking ace on this. Mm. Um, different from the previous albums, um, but also doesn't sound like too out of place either. Um, if you if you like the sound of like um, underneath by Code Orange, then I think you'll probably enjoy the the kind of tone of this one. Um, they are they're they're different um, sounding albums, but also share kind of similarities as well. Um, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this. I think it's another really good addition to the the Harms We catalog. Um, when I went back, I went back and listened to Rust again because I love that album. It's maybe not as this album's not as like I'm gonna put it kind of riff identifying as mm. some of their previous material. If that makes sense, um, it's a yeah. little bit more kind of nuanced in places. Um, definitely the most developed the band have ever sounded. Um, still heavy as fuck, but I, I like the fact that they are still experimenting and, and trying new things. Um, I don't want to just you know keep putting out the same album, um, which what hardcore bands do um i yeah I, I think i enjoyed this more with each listen my first listen was like yeah it's pretty cool and then as it kind of went on i started to kind of notice more things about it there's more kind of more in the detail there um it wasn't um wasn't as instant as an album like rust um but as i said there's there's 
more beneath the hood if you if you if you take a closer look at it. Um, what about yourself? What do you think of this one from Harm's Way? So I remember Russ coming out. I remember you talking about it because that mm. was back when we were actively reviewing albums in another time and another place. Yeah, and another age, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll be honest, like this band had fallen off the radar for me completely. Mm. So I had listened to nothing until this and I'll be honest listening to this I found it difficult to connect the band that I remember versus the band they are now and that's not a negative mm. so this is like for all intents and purposes you could argue this is the first harm's way album I've listened to because right. I remember so very little I'm not as diligent as you going back through back catalogs um, the read press statements either <laughs> some people would say lazy Dave <laughs> Some people they would say, look at this lazy bastard. <laughs> what I would like to say is I like to come into these things pure. <laughs> unsullied <laughs> with opinions pure. from previous things. Untainted by the watchful eye of previous things. Those, those are not words I would associate with you, Duncan. <laughs> A hundred, like, I, pure, untainted, no. Saint-like uh, in <laughs> my approach to, you know, like... Like, to me, I, I I was very excited about this one because, first and foremost, rocking the t-shirt, love oh, me yeah. some King Women, love me some King Women, and the only single I had heard was the most recent one that they put out there, which is Undertow, where <laughs> she herself makes a guest appearance. And I said and, to you, but yep. it's a middle of the album kind of breather track. It's perfect. Where the like, This Rain. is how you... You called that because yep. you understand song placement on an album. A lot of bands would put this at the fucking end, yeah, which yeah. would be a waste. Yeah, um, agreed. agreed. Like, so they, they left the last track fucking smartly as the last track because it fucking works as the last track. Mm. Um, the first thing that hit me about this one is, oh my dear God, how fucking punchy is that production? Yeah. This production is huge. It's modern as well. This is like, mm -hmm. the, this to me is like the modern kind of metalcore production that I love. Yeah. Where like everything just seems savage and massive. Mm. And you don't need to hit a big fucking beatdown, breakdown, whatever we're calling it these days. You don't need to hit any of those to get the heaviness yeah, if you I, sink into a chug it sims heavy as fuck I know what you mean it, it, it's very modern but it doesn't sound like synthetic or like no. you know or yeah. plasticky you know what I mean like a lot of the modern productions do it this doesn't have that at all Yeah, that last Code Orange album not the stuff they've been doing this year but the yeah, previous yeah. Code Orange was a prime example of that that's something that just simmed of now sounded yeah. vibrant but it wasn't as if someone had spent you weren't sitting there saying someone has painstakingly synced up every bass drum <laughs> and then changed yeah. the sound of it it didn't sound like that at all yeah it just sounded like vibrant fresh and, and, and modern mm. and that's on here as well but there is this dystopian industrial sheen across everything mm. that i fucking love it's just got this chrome metallic snarliness which does actually really suit hardcore music hard like good old-fashioned like pummeling metal hardcore production is very akin to that kind of dystopian industrial production they they occupy a weird similar ground even though musically they're quite far apart which is why terrorizer works so well mm -hmm. because you're getting a lot of intensity and a lot of of punishment and when that track kicks in with its relative monotone tempo, 
and just like steady fucking punishing groove. Yeah. Especially its placement on the album. Once again, I keep coming back to the placement of the songs and this is borderline fucking genius. <laughs> it just really, really, really fucking works. Um, I, there, there's so many bits here where the band let the 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 riff kind of guide you into the bit that you should be headbanging and then transition to something else. Mm. It's tight as fuck. Like whenever they're all locked in, uh, goodbye neck muscles. Um, yeah. I love the vocals on this. Mm. Um, I didn't know that. So I'm assuming is it a vocalist guitarist? He's just just vocalist. Right. But in the press statement, it said that he focused a lot on the guitar work. I think he wrote some of the riffs prior right, to this. Cool. Well, I'm just going to say the, them. the running man, harm's way. You know, that's him. <laughs> no. Is it? Yeah. That's, oh, a vocal, yeah that, that's a vocalist. Did not fucking know that. Right. <laughs> there we go. This is an education piece for everything, Dave. Um, I'm at the school of Dave, learning from the master. Um, I, what I liked about this is... Well, actually, he's treated these vocals. You mentioned it. He's treated these vocals like a guitar. Yeah, yeah. So instead of actually writing riffs, he's treated <laughs> it like a guitar, and as a result, the rhythms are fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like the weeds, the weed delivers things. Mm. It's very inventive. It's very quirky. At times, it's surprising. You're like, all right, I know what the rhythm is. Here we go. And then he comes in with something else, and mm. it just it stands out. The attention to that, and also his ferocity, his tone is fucking great. Um, it really, really works. The use of melodic vocals at the end, fucking perfect. Mm. You've you've smashed her face in for the entire album. The last track is the track you want to include a bit of something that lifts it up and leaves yeah. it on a different note, even though the end of the track <laughs> is snarly as fuck. Yeah. I mean, you put King Woman on an album <laughs> and her use here on Undertow is fucking sublime. Yeah. Right in the middle point, she gives you that kind of breathy, smoky tone, mm. and it's juxtaposed with absolute fucking throat scraping savagery. It mm. just, it just works. Um, Devour might be one of my favourite headbanging songs this mm. year. The close okay. of that track is just like I was like, if the band aren't doing it, I'm screaming again, <laughs> fucking hitting a cowbell to keep them into play it again. It's just such a beastie, groovy riff to close out mm. on. And what I realised, like especially upon the third lesson, was just how well everything holds together. Um, yeah, I've mentioned like production styles, that kind of French sound that they've got. Uh, I've mentioned like the the fact the vocals do things quickly, but it's the placement of the songs and the flow of the album. They have thirty five minutes to shine here, and they actually really do it. Hmm. Um, I don't think it's the most revelationary album I've ever heard I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say well they have carved the way from hardcore bands to continue playing their metal wares I don't think that but by god is this album just fucking full of itself mm. you know what I mean this is this is this is the porn star that walks on the set with a nine inch dick you know what I mean <laughs> Right, sure, it might only be able to shag for 35 minutes, but <laughs> nine inch dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it has that, it just has infinite confidence. Like, mm. just like the assurance of we got this 
And the fact that you're saying that they continually are tweaking and changing things up, mm. I think bands should always be doing that. I think the yeah. moment that you move into another album just to do the album you've done before is probably when you should stop playing music. Mm. Like you should always be should always be pushing something, even if it's a, only on one instrument, trying to change the paradigm as used in the press statement mm. great use of the word uh, and get out the comforts of your wheelhouse terrible use of a word any press statement for a metal band never use wheelhouse again uh, but like if you continually are trying to grow even if it's incremental that's that's the sweet spot you want to be into yeah. like the album that you do now is relevant now it's not relevant six months after you release it it's in the past mm. and this is a great example of modern hardcore slash metal done at its best. I mm. thought this, the, it was just a very, 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 very easy, heavy as fuck listen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just, I, I fit into, like, this was like slipping in a warm bath. You know what I mean? It just, it just fit straight away. And I was like, all right, I know what we're getting. Let's do this. Mm. And right to the end, it gave me some surprises, but by the end I just felt satisfied by it mm. so yeah I, I thought this was really really good yeah nice um, so scores for um, this new album from Harm's Way um, yeah I, I enjoyed it maybe wasn't like a warm more like a cold bath for me swapping into a cold bath for, for me on this one um, just that that whole kind of like industrial kind of feel damn sexual tyrannosaurus <laughs> yeah for a wee cold bath eh? keep it down um, Dave hold <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was trying to think like where I would rank this on on like the the Harm's Way back catalogue. Um, not not as instant as Rust, and probably not as memorable overall for me. Um, but still thoroughly enjoyable. And I love the fact that they're still pushing the boundaries, still trying to tweak their sound as they go. They're not going to give you two albums that sound identical. Um, and I love that um, production is awesome on this one. Sounds killer. Uh, I'm going to go four out of five on this one. Duncan, what's your score? Twinsies, four Ooh. out of five. This, I think this is fucking great. Mm. Holds together really, really well. It's it's an album that invites you to press play again on it. You know yeah. I mean, I kind of love about it, and they've they've mastered not only the song placement, but the length of the tracks and mm. the content overall. I mean, another song on here is one song too much for me. Yeah. So this is, it really, really, really is a concise delivery and savagery and uh, made me smile mm. also I fucking love the album artwork mm. absolutely it's my jam mm. absolutely my jam so yeah um, I had heard you before I'd forgotten a lot about it so this is my introduction back to Harm's Way and let's just say it's been a pleasant evening <laughs> excellent have you back over <laughs> um, Harm's Way Common Suffering out on September 29th on Metal Blade Records Links below to the band and to their pre-order on Bandcamp. Check it out. Let us know what you think. That is the review. Thank you for checking it out. We'll be back with another review very soon. But until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone.